That's right. <laughs> Nick wants Nick wants to go GTL. He's got some GTL <laughs> to do. Let's go. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. The it's o- it's almost summer the season. Necklace. Come on. It's almost uh, summer. Hair's slick. Oh my god, I love it. Oh, that's yeah, I know. Seriously, is it bad that I thought the first time I saw your uh, your shirt there, Nick? Uh, the first thing that came to mind was Ricketts instead of Rockets. I don't know, dude. This is like a I. This is like a ten dollar purchase right here. <laughs> Goodwill special. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Can you like the you watch does it? all the talking? Hey, like the watch does bucks? all the talking. There you go. <laughs> Just can, look at the wrist. Can you flip That's the shirt right. for like a ten dollar profit though? Because then you're fucking wearing. I don't know. After free, eBay man. fees, after eBay fees, we're only looking at nine bucks. Oh yeah, those will eat you alive, man. Those eBay fees are wild. <laughs> I know. Uh, I want to talk about how uh, how little eBay does for the fees that they collect. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and how bad their ex- their user experience is. You can't find anything on there. Yeah, I know it's horrible. It's like uh, it's like they they just keep bolting. It's like they keep bolting garbage onto the screen, like as the time right. goes on. It's like, oh, as as screen size as uh, average screen size has gotten bigger, they've just taken the liberty to add more stuff into the space that they've been given. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. Nick, do you sell a lot on eBay? Not really anymore. I used to. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Nick's too good for eBay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eBay's too good for me, so. Yeah. Oh, no, they got rid of they got rid of PayPal. eBay went their own yeah. way. That's true. They did the managed managed payments now. Yep. The fees fees are less that way, which is great. So there's a lot of confusion good. though because it's um except they take your fees out of shipping charges now. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I don't yeah, sell. It's a, wacky. I don't sell a ton on eBay anymore. I've been doing a lot more lately, and like just. I've been doing a lot more wholesale lately. <laughs> it's like way, way easier. I've been doing like, a whole lot of shooting myself in the foot lately. Have you been? <laughs> Tell you what. Um, yeah, it's rough out oh, there man. right now. Yeah. At least for me. I don't, I don't want to speak for you guys, but. No, it is. It is. Well, for me, it is too. Nick, are you, uh, well, Nick's. I know that I know that Nick has a really, really, really good looking Brightling, but I don't think it's for sale. Yeah, anything's for sale. It's right it's in for there. service now. It's on its way to service. Is it? Yep. So. Oh man, I was hoping I could hook you up on that, but it's yeah, no worries. All the, sh- the shipping, my I think you found I think you found a good deal. All right. Uh, Sean, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Start the show. I think I'm gonna start reading. Yeah, let's off. get it going. We gotta. Yeah, we're, we're <coughs> like, hurry to it up. <laughs> be, to be to be fair, we are in the show, and this is the show. Come on. Uh, I'll I'll do the intro real quick. Just He's gonna so do his way. radio voice. Everyone, watch I'm gonna out. do my. Everybody, ready for my radio voice? My radio voice.
Welcome to the Tightly Wound Podcast. I am Eric Kite. With me as always is Gage Root. What's up, what's up, what's up? And Nick Adante of Old School Watches. Yes, sir. I just want to thank you guys for having me. Oh, absolutely. We We are glad to have you. Or are you having us on Uh, our podcast? (laughs) Could be either way. I don't know. By old school. That's right. There you go. (laughs) Every day is a school day. Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Gage is live in Tucson, Arizona, where the women are naked, but the watches are complete sets. It's 125 degrees. Money grows on trees. And Invicta watches sell for more money for weight at the scrapyard than they do in oh, the yeah. boutique. And Nick Adante is joining us from Chicago, Illinois. Is that right? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. The Windy City, baby. Ooh. The home of Al Capone. Invicta boutiques in Chicago. I don't even know. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go. (laughs) If there are, I'm gonna go set them on fire. (laughs) All the watches were stolen by the uh, the protests. (laughs) (laughs) If 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 any protesters out there are looking for some buildings to go, um, (laughs) Invicta's the first one. You know what the funny part is that you could steal the entire uh, you could steal the entire Invicta boutique stock and not get a grand larceny charge because it's still theft. <laughs> it's still theft under a thousand. <laughs> got him! Oh my god! Yeah, that's horrible. Fuck Invicta! Jeez, I'm li- I'm liking this. I'm liking where we're going with this already. <laughs> oh my god! Man. Uh, so Nick is going to talk to us about the world of vintage watches, which we have been kind of holding out on you guys for a while. Mm-hmm. I really think that there's a, a second world that's as interesting or more interesting than just the 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 new stuff that that Gage and I are used to doing, and and uh, I think there's a, a lot to learn. So I'm sure that we especially won't especially more interesting than that recent Rolex drop. Oh my God! Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I, I could sit in a, a eight hour math class, eight hour high school math <laughs> class and get more out of that than than uh, <laughs> Rolex's April 7th, you know, garbage drop. That was ridiculous, man. But yeah, so we're but we're going to learn about vintage today. Um, I think we should yep. probably get the two most important things out of the way. Uh, what are we what are we drinking? Uh, Sailor Jerry for me today. Um, nice. I I I said that I got a few um, special uh, additions for my uh, recent birthday from some friends. Oh yeah. Um, but I didn't quite want to break into those just yet. Uh, so right. I'm still I'm still uh, still holding out. I mean, I got I have a lot of Sailor Jerry, so I want to kind of even the herd a little bit. Um, oh nice. So I needed to crush this real quick. Yeah. So next week. Nick, are you drinking a uh, a protein shake because you're going to the gym after this? <laughs> no, I got some water. You got to stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> got some pre workout in there. When you sell Not as many yet. watches as I do, you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta drink. You gotta stay hydrated and drink your water. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, I uh, I really say that out of just pure envy. Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking Calumet again, uh, yes. Calumet farm, 14 year, uh, my, my buddy, uh, my, my man hit me up the other day and said, well, he showed me a picture of his bottle it was like over halfway gone. And I'm like, Oh, I got to catch up. So that's, <laughs> that's coming on the podcast night. That's a, that's a healthy response. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, whenever I see like, yeah, hey, wow, look at this this guy. He's he's drinking his his bourbon and he's been enjoying his bourbon. And then I see my bottle and I'm like, oh wow, I'm totally behind. That's that's not uh, alcoholism, you know, no. in its infancy. You're, is it? you're fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what are you wearing? I am wearing a Panerai six six three. A Panerai mm. six six three. I don't know if you guys can see that, but uh, yes, dude, where's that strap? That's a Aaron, beauty. Aaron bespoke in uh, Quebec. So this is get that glare out of here. Okay, it's a mm. olive green. They call it tobacco dial, but they call every they call apparently every dial tobacco tobacco <laughs> dial now. Uh, but it's a it's a uh, olive green kind of olive tobacco dial, and it's just awesome. So it is sexy. You selling yeah. that one? Are you keeping? Yeah. It? Oh yeah, she's for sale. Seventy seven hundred. Everything's for sale in Eric's collection. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know I might keep it. I, I think I'm gonna keep this one. I'm just kidding. Everything's got <laughs> a price. Like, Nick's like Eric's a dirty watch slut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gage is like, right. "Is it for sale?" And Nick just starts laughing. <laughs> oh oh man. man, Nick, what you got on, man? I got my 1969 oh. uh, Jumbo Seamaster, so it's a 36 millimeter, which is Jumbo back then. Um, it's <laughs> got a spark. It's it's got a sparkle jumbo. dial, which which it's it's a normal looking dial, like uh. Uh, without sunlight and when you go take it into the sun the dial just sparkles it's beautiful oh my god 1969 fuck you right old school (laughs) old school no that does sound really awesome actually oh does it you just said it sounds gay oh it's jealousy that's what it is (laughs) yeah thinly veiled jealousy with my with my alligator strap strap oh yeah Nice, yeah, that dude. was cool. I love alligator straps. Oh, yeah, my God. that's pretty sweet. A jumbo, uh, thirty-six millimeter is a jumbo watch. That's yeah, right. Yeah. What What year did you say? Sixty. Sixty-nine. Yeah. Sixty-nine. 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 Uh, I just I think uh, almost sent a sixty-nine. Ha 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 ha. Billy Madison meme to somebody the other day and I realized that <laughs> I wasn't that close with them and that that would not be received. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, well, you gotta pick your pick your battles. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately I was like, oh, this sucks. That's not, the joke would have been so good. But you didn't send the me lawsuit, anything today. The lawsuit would have been worse. <laughs> I sent you, you asked me how I was doing earlier, right? And then and you I asked got, me if I... And I got a, I got a big sigh back. Uh, yeah yeah gage asked me how he asked me if i was psyched and i said not at no. all <laughs> i think uh, he asked me if i was psyched about the podcast and i was like not at all uh, I, th- that's I don't, the actually, reality of it i'm not it's a lot of work uh and i love it i really enjoy it although i really enjoy doing it and i wish that i could just leave the entire thing just set up and then there was no. Setup. We'll get there. We're gonna get there. Yeah. Um, when you hire that seven hundred and fifty dollar per hour um, podcast editor. Do we have a seven hundred and fifty dollar an hour podcast editor somewhere in the chat right now? If you charge seven hundred and fifty dollars an hour for podcast editing, hit me <laughs> up. I uh, I believe in paying for. Uh, I believe in quantity Quality over work. Over, 
but I also want quality over quantity for this case, and I don't know what that cost. Um, <laughs> all right, fuck. Uh, so, so we're here to talk watches. Gage is showing us his Rolex Submariner. Uh, yeah, this is my Rolex Submariner. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I got oh, the uh, I got the Seiko Prospects Ice Prospects Ice Diver again um today i came straight from uh, my son's outdoor karate class Mm -hmm. so um i was trying to keep it sporty and uh, casual and this thing's pretty rad um he's showing off his seiko more like dumb co prospects ice seiko's awesome dumb ver no i'm just kidding that is a cool watch i'm just jealous i i (laughs) i haven't even tried so i i got this one to um to sell, trade, whatever, and um, I actually have not made very many attempts to get it sold just because I enjoy it so much. So uh, it's kind of like in the semi-permanent collection right now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. For for probably another week until I get sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that one for sale, Gage? Yep. Yep. Uh, um, you know, at the right price. Yeah. Or send me some send me some tasteful nudes and we'll talk. Yeah. Okay. I got I got some for you. <laughs> Nick, what when you buy a a watch, I guess I yeah, I just want to get right into the whole like the meat and potatoes of like the vintage yeah. world. Like can you just like talk about vintage watches for like some time? I, I wanna say like how do you buy them basically, but I know that that's a very well, loaded question. Well the vintage world is is different, right? So you don't have retailers who sell vintage watches because they're not new pieces. Right. So a lot of times you're dealing with private sellers. So a lot of times it's guys who have it in their personal collection, you know, that they got from a, you know, a state sale or something like that. And they'll post it not knowing really what it is. And guys like collectors like myself will jump on it right away and really, really uh, maximize the potential of the watch. Yeah. And really give it the light. But you got to be, you got to be, uh, you got to be uh, thoughtful of and knowing is you're not buying a new watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like the watch is going to have dings in it. It's going to have scratches in it. And the dial might not be perfect um, like it was back then, but you got to take that all into consideration. And sometimes having the dings and the dents into the watch gives a character and sometimes character is worth a million dollars. Um, so that's, so that that's a lot on the buying watch? side. No, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, I mean, wish. really and truly you could just mark that Omega jumbo Seamaster up to $1 million and then, right. I mean, I change know. the market. Yeah. Set the market, man. So like, so wait, you, oh, go ahead. Gage. Hold on, hold on. I, w- I wanted to ask on on that. Um, just get some clarification. Uh, commenting on like the the wear and tear, uh, so to speak. Um, that is is that something that's um pretty much like expected, almost as part of absolutely. The so what you want to do is when you buy from a private seller, you got to ask for a picture of the movement. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you gotta ask how is it been serviced? Nine times out of ten, you need to service the watch when it comes to you. Okay, but now there's an exception with Seiko's, where it's 45 years from now and never seen a service, and it's perfectly running. It's accurate <laughs> as can be. That's why I like, got it, this watch, bro. That's right. It, it's it's <laughs> a, it's it's truly insane. It's, is it Seiko that 
does that better than anybody else. It's really a hit or miss. Yeah. I mean, you can get anything. You can get a vintage Hellbros from mm-hmm. 80 years ago. It's mm-hmm. worth 40 bucks, and it's running perfectly. Yeah, I, I mean, it's really a hit or miss. I have actually gotten a vintage Hellsbros or Hellbros from that long ago for not that not that price, but I uh, that I got it from you. That's right. Yeah, that, that was that a one sweet was... one though. That was a that was an AP homage right there. Yeah, it was. That was one thing that made me really like that watch was it had the that sort of Gerald Genta design to it. it. Hey, if you didn't buy it, I think that would be in my personal collection right now. I hey man, if you ever want it back, I will. Uh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> it's you just you, you could sleep uh, sleep well at night knowing where that watch is <laughs> that's right yeah i know uh, it's in good hands yeah exactly um well so so then actually i was curious about that when you said there's that there's some some degree of character i guess uh right is a a actually maybe even increases the value or in some cases is, are you referring Absolutely. to like patina Patina. Yeah. So, so patina on the dial, right? New watches today, the materials and it's so so advanced that you're not gonna see tropical dials or per se spider dials, mm-hmm. um, gilt dials, all that type of stuff. Like you're not gonna see that in today's watches, and that's why when you buy a vintage watch, you're buying a one on one per se, mm-hmm. because no other watch is gonna be like that. They all age different. Um, they all have their nicks and crannies with that watch and you really have a one of one timepiece. And, you know, when you start getting into tropical dials and whatnot, it'll bring up the value tremendously, yeah, yeah. especially when you hit, uh, Omegas and, and definitely Rolex Submariners. Yeah. So, so how does, how is, um, how is price kind of like set in that case? If, if essentially every piece that you're dealing with is is a one-off well you just have to look at the market right so it's you can't price gouge too much right because you have per se a 101 um not everyone looks at it like that but i do because every watch is unique in their own way but the market doesn't really affect by oh this guy's got a one-of-one that nobody else can find you know it doesn't really go like that per se um, but no, it does, it does help the value a lot. Trust me. Uh, when you deal with tropical dials and stuff of that nature. Mm. So, so what is, what exactly is a, tr- a tropical dial? It's hard to explain. Um, so for example, if you have a black dial, it'll turn to a brownish. Okay. Okay. Um, a white dial. I had a white dial Omega Seamaster, and it turned to an orange. Wow. Orange. Uh, think of a palm tree. Yeah. Palm tree and sands, and that's what that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really, really unique. There's no definite explanation for it, so it's certainly one of a kind. Wow. If you don't know what it is, just search up tropical dial vintage watch. It'll come right up, and it it, it certainly something something yeah. special yeah so like how do you what kind of what kind of like deals can you negotiate on a on a vintage like 
<laughs> that's funny. So it's funny you say that. So a lot of times people don't know what they have, right? Right. So like I said before, so people have a tropical dial watch and they'll think it's beat up. Right. Because they don't know. They don't know, right? So yeah. it's like, oh, I got a beat up watch. It's not in perfect condition. Well, sometimes you don't want perfect condition. Sometimes you want dings and marks and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, For example, that's exactly Paul, where I was coming from. Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out here. And because and, uh, that's that's like where I, my world is, uh, yeah. you know, back to maybe watches back to 2000, early 2000s. And that's pretty much it. And it's like, right. well, in my mind, um, like just being completely transparent, I'm like, these vintage watches are not in the condition that they left the factory. So like, uh, obviously they right. degraded in value and I, it's difficult for me to like wrap my head around yeah. that, but you're saying it, it right. was the opposite way. They've aged like gracefully and there's value in that, in that aging process. Yep. 100%. Cause the new watches today, you're not going to find that. So really it's certainly one of a kind when you, when you think about it. Um, and, the vintage watches, they're a personality of their own. Like, when you have them on their wrist, it's the classy gentleman timepiece when you really think about it, right? So it's like, you're not getting bigger than a 38 millimeter, 40 millimeter um, mm. when it, in terms of vintage watches. So it's mm. really a certain um, a niche mm. in a way, um, but it's definitely more of a classy look. And we see that now with Rolex jumping down to a 36 millimeter, right? Yeah. 10 years ago, there was a big 50 millimeter, you know, um, fad. Everyone had to have a 50 millimeter. Everyone had to have 45 millimeter. But now we see the market coming down to smaller yeah, case sizes. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It seems right? like the, the case sizes are starting to kind of fall off a little bit. Like people are not going for those 48 millimeter. You know, those are like actually even 44 now is starting to be. There was a period of yeah. time where 44s would outsell 42 like APs, right? And now it's like 42 APs are actually a little bit, a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm shocked because uh, it was it was funny because Rolex took the decision to increase the the sub to 41, and the you know, so so they've got actually like watches now pushing into the forties now. I mean, their their biggest right. case size is what the forty, forty three, forty four, and that's the, the sea dweller, deep sea. Yeah, that's yeah, right, deep sea. Yeah, I forgot about that. The uh, and that's a tool watch within its own. So I mean, it has to be a forty four. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think that I think they needed to to beef up the the case on that for to pass the pressure tests and hit that the right. standards. But yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I that is kind of interesting too. Cause, so that Hellbros that I had or I have uh, when I when I wear it, it's like it does actually look really small on my wrist, um, but I don't mind it. It does. It seem it kind of feels like it fits the time frame or the time period. Like, right? It looks like it's true, you know, to what was what people were wearing back in the day. Right, and sometimes sometimes you want a timepiece on your wrist that you don't want noticeable there. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want a watch that's heavy on your wrist. Right. Sometimes you want the leisure of having a watch there that sometimes you forget about. Yeah. Do you that's feel fair. like? Do you feel like? Um. So like a a forty seven millimeter 
Panerai would not fit that description. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm going to take this hockey puck and I'm going to tape it to my wrist. Slave of Flav's clock there. around his neck, you just put on your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's. I could see people doing that. I don't know. <laughs> I can picture it. So, what do you, what do you, what are you keeping your eyes out for? Like, uh, are you? Are there certain brands that you're kind of focused on, or I mean, for sure, to, I'm really target sauce to yourself if you need to. But I'm just curious if there's like certain brands that have, uh, you know, have that um, heritage that, you know, carries that weight um, right. as far as the market's concerned. Well, there's there's multiple brands in the vintage world uh, that are really a probably one of the best bang for the bucks and that would be omega um you're getting into a luxury world at sub 1500 price range Mm. um seiko's an absolutely fantastic brand for vintage timepieces um i mean you get some fantastic watches and capabilities and i'll show you i got a few right here and i'll show some features of them um Rolex Oyster Perpetual, super underrated, 34 millimeter case size, which is a little bit smaller to the one who wears newer watches. Um, but it's a lot of bang for the buck. I mean, you're getting a Rolex for sub three grand, so it's it's super. It's it's a bang for the buck. I mean, you got Bulova, yeah. right? So I mean, you're only looking like 300 bucks, sub 300 for a Bulova. But what you don't realize is Back in the day, the Bulova tanks were worn by a lot of gangsters. And, and at that time, in the 50s and whatnot, if you had a Bulova on your wrist, you were high echelon. You know, you're you're top of the drawer. Wow. Um, huh. And so so it's really some fantastic brands. Um, Hamilton's a great American-made yeah. watch, right? They're not American-made anymore. So you get a American-made watch for sub-300, too. Wow. So there's a lot of bang for the buck in the affordable price range for vintage watches. I I keep so I have a strategy that I've been talking about with Gage and I I think I am going to act on this at some point. I was actually thinking about looking and and picking up an older Patek or a Vacheron and Constantin like back when they had and in their name. Right. Or a you know, even a old, you know, Audemars Piguet, you know, and and grabbing something on the vintage side that I could just kind of wear. I, so here's the deal. I don't want to wear some of those I don't want to wear in my stock, but I still want the the name and I want the kind of panache. Right. I think having a cool older one would be cool. I mean, do you feel like, right. is that a, like a, how crazy am I for wanting to do that? Am I insane? <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, what you have to realize is you're going to pay for a service down the road. I mean, five, ten years, probably every, I mean, every, you're going to have to get it serviced. Yeah. Because um, you, you don't want anything to break in that watch. Right. It's because you're not going to find a part for it. That's the thing. Yeah. It's it's nearly impossible to find parts for these old watches, especially when you get into the rare variants. Yeah. Um, so, like me, personally... I have all vintage watches except the one watch, and that's that Breitling GMT. Yeah. That's a fantastic watch, super underrated. It's a 40, 
40.5. I did check the specs oh, on right. it. They do do a 0. 0.5. Wow. Um, Very Omega of them. They do. I know. Yeah. So, no kidding. Yeah. Eric knows I got the red uh, Genuine Lizard band on it. Yeah. Um, really brings out the red the red hands. Yeah. Um, it's a great everyday watch because you need an everyday watch when you have a vintage collection because yeah. you can't wear these watches in the rain. You can't you can't really take them to what they were back then. Right. Um, and you can't really, you got to be cautious sometimes yeah. with these. So, yeah. So that, that's actually a pretty interesting thing. Like, what, what is the, what are, what do you have to turn to when you do need to service a, a vintage watch and replace a part? Like, do you, I mean, is it, are you shit out of luck and this thing's broken until you can find somebody that can find the piece or are you, I mean, is yep. it you more often than not? You so, can't. It's just hard. So I got a vintage Wittenauer that I've been looking for a part for almost a year now. So what I do is oh the best luck that you have is going on eBay, searching what you need, and save the search. And every time something a notification pops up on yeah. your phone, you better jump on it. Yeah, because I do that. I do yeah, that. I mean, I do that with VC right. uh, because there's not a lot of VCs that pop up on eBay. So I'm basically in this like if a VC, if Vacheron Constantin pops up on eBay and I get a notification and the price is right, not well, you know what I mean? Like I'm going <laughs> to engage because I am always on the hunt for one of those watch. Like I'm just stocking one from now on. Right. Uh, but they like, you know, that I, and I have Chrono 24 alerts too. It's interesting. So you kind of have to do the same thing for like parts now too, though. Yep. It's a lot of. I want to show you guys something. I want to. I want to show you guys something spectacular. Oh yeah. So here's a vintage, vintage Bolova, box papers, new old stock from the '60s. What? Oh nice. Everything's new old stock. Tag still on it. No fucking way. Warranty guide, everything. Holy. Tag still on it. Fuck. That's rad. Gage, this is a watch from the 60s and the tag is still on it. New old stock. Oh my god. Red 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 seconds hand. I mean it's 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 mint. It's a new watch. Like yeah. it it doesn't get like more got, crazy than I got, this. I got 30 bucks for you, bud. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> that's a nice try. That, that's so sick though, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Holy fuck. Box, box they papers everything. They don't even they don't even package stuff like they used to anymore. No. Man. That's no. fucking wild. You see this? Like yeah. box papers, everything. This is better than, I mean, this is better than some brand. This is better than Seiko yeah. today in, in some cases, right? Yeah, yeah. Warranty paper, guide, oh everything. Fucking God, no way. All right, so for those of you that are listening at home, Nick is showing us a new old stock, and I mean, He's showing us a bull of a watch from the 60s that is basically like. Like three people have touched it. Yeah. It's like mint. So basically what it was was uh, a store's showroom item, right? Yeah. Basically it it just sat there. Oh my God. That's insane. That is insane. I I am. Still runs. so sick. It still runs. Yeah. Perfectly. Holy shit. What? 
What kind of money does that bring? That's a good. That's a good. (laughs) It's a good question. So, so right now it's on my website for around, I think sub four hundred for sure. Sub four hundred. No, you've got to raise the price on that. Holy (laughs) shit! No, 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 no. I'm not here to. I'm not here to. Yeah, I'm not here to you know price gouge on anything. I mean, I'm making money and. Someone else could make money on it too. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that. Wow. But uh, no, what I need to say you know, four hundred Bitcoin, correct? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> USD. That's, that's wild. Man. The that's only US currency really cool. that matters, USD. Bitcoin is confusing and nobody uses it. Oh, that's sure. right. <laughs> Nick's like, yeah. Nick, Nick, oh yeah, Nick does vintage watches. Do you think Nick gives a fuck about Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah, <I don't. laughs> um, so, by, by the guess way, how much this watch was that. back in the day? 80 bucks. Ooh, I don't It's I, 50 bucks. Gonna, oh, what? Yeah, I was going to say 75. 50 bucks. So, like, adjusted 60s. for inflation, $50 in, like, 1966. <laughs> Uh, yeah what would be the value today value today 150 um it looks like it would be roughly 408 dollars today oh there we go i'm right on holy crap yeah you're spot on Nick's like yeah you idiot Nick only has uh, vintage watches as a hedge against against inflation. <laughs> That's right. This guy. I just cannot. So, I um, cannot believe you have a watch that it was brand new. That's like that pictures of that showroom, that car showroom. Brand new. I mean, it's spectacular. It's like when you see those barn fine cars that have zero miles on. Right. It. This yeah, is what you're getting. Yeah, that's what that reminded me of. Holy fuck! So you, right. you mentioned uh, you mentioned it's on your website. Um, might as well take yep. the opportunity to do the uh, do the quick call out. Uh, where do people sure. find you? So check me out on uh, I got Instagram at Old School Watches S K O O L. Um, it's yep. spelled differently. Yeah. Um, and OldSchoolWatches.net again S K O O L. Um, what I try to do is bring affordable timepieces. Um. Not trying to price gouge or anything. Bring fantastic watches at an affordable price where anybody can buy it. Um, just about. Um, I try to, as a as a seller, I try not to just take your money and leave, right? So I mean, Eric can attest to this. Like yeah. any questions you have, it's really when I sell you a watch, it's a bond that we make, and a- anything you need down the line, I'll take care of you. Um, so it's really, I really started this website because i hate i got sick and tired of seeing these people just sell you a watch and and that's it like they only need you for your money and that's not what i'm about um this is my passion and this is what i love doing so what i what i really pride on is the watch community itself is it's a tight-knit community so anything you need a lot of times there's a guy next to you that'll help you with it right so what I like to do is, before you go out and buy a vintage watch, right, because you're dealing with a lot of redials and stuff like that, I sent a picture yeah. to Eric. I sent them three Omegas. I said, which one's which one's the original one? 
and he got it wrong. So even a watch guy, yeah, you know, it's it's super hard to Typical tell. Eric. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty stupid. Right. And so when you want <laughs> you want originality with watches, right? So same thing with classic cars. You want everything to be original. Right. So a lot of times these guys will repaint the dial to make it look new. Mm. Right. So they'll refinish the dial and repaint it over and whatnot. And that'll that'll take your watch. You can take your watch if you have that and smash it on the ground because it's worth basically 85% less than what it would be if it was original. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So uh, that's like these idiots that buy these old houses. Well, not anymore, but used to buy those uh, old houses and they'd put like uh, carpet down over beautiful hardwood or. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. What are you doing? I, I, so like I said, drives me nuts. Right. So, like I said, please contact me if you guys need any help before you buy something. Like the last thing I would hate to see you guys is buy something if you don't know what you're doing and and buy a redial and whatnot. It yeah, doesn't so hurt if you're to ask. Looking I'm, for vintage stuff. Don't don't come talk to me or Eric. Yeah. We don't know right. Jack. Mes- message me on Instagram <laughs> at old. Yeah, right. Message me on Instagram at old school watches. Um, super friendly. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read, uh, leave you on red. You know, anything you guys need, please, please contact me, and I'm here for you guys. Um, yeah. Something I love about the community is it's very tight knit. Like I said before, I yeah, I try awesome, not to dude. I try not to leave people on red, but I do take a really long time to respond sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, you're you're a hardworking man. You you got it's hard got sometimes. Priorities. Yeah. Well, so I guess. Um, I really okay. I, we, we've we've covered some of this stuff, and I I think we'll even probably swing back around to this a little bit because I I actually found a, a we have a segment on the show where we we go over a couple cool watches that we find on on uh, Reddit, and I I did find an older one that we can kind of go over, but I do want to br- uh, just talk very briefly about the sponsors of the show. Uh, we have uh, Paragon Discount Invicta Timepieces is one of our our sponsors. Um, that's Paragon's Discount Invicta timepieces, uh, Gage yeah, Roots Paragon so Discount Invicta <laughs> timepieces, and then we also have uh, and my my company. Um, there's no ads on the show. Uh, you know, Ericites Triple Eight Paragon timepieces blockchain backed capital investment fiduciary financial monetary machine learning fund. Get yours today. <laughs> yes. Get yours today. We lend money at 24% APR for any watches engaged in my collection. Terms around 72 months. Uh, I can't even tell you how important it would be <laughs> and how much it would mean to me for you to reach out to Eric Kite's Triple Eight Paragon Timepieces Blockchain Back Capital Investment Fiduciary Financial Monetary Machine Learning Learning Fund. Uh, get There's yours. There's no redundancy there at all. Get yours today. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I'm so glad that, uh, so now that now we've gotten that out of the way, um, I do, uh, and, and actually Nick, you might even be able to see this. Um, if I were to share my screen on Riverside, do we want to look at one of these, one of these old school, uh, watches? Heck yeah, dude. Um, all right, I'll do this. And then old school is the best school. I, I'm, you're turning me into somebody who's really into old school. This is an old school Vacheron and Constantin oh, Henry C. Whittier 14K gold pocket watch. It's an old school pocket watch that looks, I mean, this watch, man, like 
you you can see the Maltese. That's cool. Yeah. How cool is this? Like, look at the Maltese cross. You got like, I guess. I don't even know what I'm looking at. I mean, this thing is just, it looks so clean. Is it restored? Yeah, that's stunning. I don't think so. Holy crap. Let's it's, see the dial. Okay. So, look at that. Eric, Eric's buying it immediately. Oh, that's dope. Looks original. Yeah, it's got a little bit of patina. Like, see the kind of the fading and the print? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of this, yeah, man? Like, I mean, that's a collector's item right there. Yeah. It's something I wouldn't personally use. Same right? Here. I'm, right? But it's something. If you have that type of dough and you want that in your collection, that's yeah. the watch for you. Yeah. Pocket what watch. They, what are they asking? Uh, I think they're asking. 3200 uh it's pocket change it's a vacheron and constantin powered by henry c whittier 14k solid gold pocket watch with a porcelain dial um it's freaking sweet yeah i i'm like not yeah the guy's like not a lot of vc out there eh yeah no shit hey read the description here yeah little says, dial damage that's not damage patina yeah, yeah. They, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he says he says um it has a few speckles and handling marks. It's like, okay, of course it does. Um, uh new new crystal installed. That's okay. Crystals yeah. don't add crystals don't add too much value or or turn or uh, lose value. Yeah. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. I mean, eight distinct water watchmaker scribbles, two two thousand eight. So maybe a service happened then. Yeah, otherwise no service history. Wow, that's so dope. I know. I I really like this. But when I saw it, I thought it would be really cool to have a vintage watch feature, a vintage watch, just kind of because you're joining us, Nick. So uh, for sure, yeah. And then I'll uh, pop up this other one. Um, Ooh. This is actually a that dial is wild. Seiko. That's Pres awesome. Yeah, this is a presage, um, and uh, it is. I liked the dial on it. I really just thought the yeah. I just thought that the like the, the effect. See, Seiko brings such a bang for the buck. Yeah, they really do. I'm telling you. I love that. Check watch. out this Belmatic. I'm Seiko train, and he keeps giving me shit for it. Check <laughs> out this Belmatic, right? It's one of the first alarm watches ever made. Oh yeah. Um, this one's from '68. Hear this music to my ears. Oh, oh give me a second. Got to activate the alarm function. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Do you guys hear that? Yeah, it yeah. sounds like it's really quite loud. It has like the cricket. Right. Wow, look at that. It's it like, looks uh, clean. It's it's beautiful. It's it's as clean as it can get. Oh my god. That's so look sick. At that. it, I know. It, it has the original bore um beads of rice bracelet with it. 
I have it on the strap right those now. Are cool. I love those. I love those. They're beautiful. Yeah. It's a 38 millimeter, so huge. pretty big for its time. Huge. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it had, to, had to fit a whole alarm in there. Yeah, true. That's right. Yeah, that, yeah. There's quite a bit of like extra stuff in the in the case. Like that's actually. It sounds like right. those uh, alarms and minute repeaters and chimes actually are quite yep. expensive. Yep. This is fairly affordable for what you get. I mean, you're talking probably in this condition, sub five hundred. Yeah. It's. Wow. In this condition, right? Condition carries a lot in vintage watches. Yeah. This is close to pristine. So it does seem like a good vintage buyer and a good vintage seller, maybe the same person, right? Like you, basically what... I'm having a hard time understanding the distinction between character sure. and patina and then outright damage like what where at what yeah, point right at what point does something actually start to hinder the value of the watch because that, that was something i was having a hard time envisioning before right so back then they used radium so oh, yeah. obviously they don't use that the, anymore the radium girls um, right yeah so they don't use that anymore for for safety reasons <laughs> and um so Back then, a lot of times the radium would fall off, right? So you have a watch that has some loom on the hands and, mm. you know, they're falling off and the hands are really beat up. Sometimes the hands will start to rust yeah. um, on certain pieces. Um, that'll affect the value mm. in a negative way. Um, a lot of times... Um, it's really you got to have the eye for it. There's no this. There's no definitive answer for that. You just have to really know what you're doing and really examine the watch. And like I said, a lot of these watches they're not waterproof, so the dial can have water damage. Right. Um, sure. So, so water I mean, it's really never a good thing. That's a that's a never, <laughs> never, never take your vintage watches to the gym or in the shower near water. And a lot of times what people don't know is these watches, they can get magnetized um, if you put them near magnetic fields. So like your iPhone or your, your phone or uh, your tablet or anything like that. Because it wasn't really, it wasn't advanced back then in terms of technology. So a lot of times you have to be extremely careful with these on where you put them. Because when you have a magnetized watch, it's not fun. Trust me. Yeah. You have a watch that'll run a hundred seconds faster um, in a day. Yeah. What's actually happening when you magnetize it? What What is what like? Are you so so basically basically it'll mainspring? So it'll yeah. basically screw with the mainspring. Yeah. And so the mainspring won't have a long as as long as uh, of power reserve. Uh huh. Um, and it'll make the watch run extremely fast, fast enough where you can't even wear it. Yeah. Um, wow. So. Interesting. So don't magnetize your watches, people. No. Yeah. Here's a, here's a linen dial for Eric. Oh my God. Look at that. What is that? It's a blue That's Seiko a linen dial. Seiko? <laughs> yep. Holy shit. That's beautiful. 
All right, so it is. Can, awesome. can I at some point just like give you some money and then just basically put an order in for like an older Rolex linen dial? Like, would you be able to source that? That'll be hard to find. I, they have Omegas. Yeah. Omega has linen dials. Yeah. I've never seen a, I've never seen a Rolex linen. They're not, I don't know if they're old enough. I don't Except know. Except the Datejust. The Datejust, right? Yeah, the date. they had a linen dial Datejust. Um, and they right. may have even had a linen dial on the Day-Date at some point, but I think the Datejusts are what I usually see it on. Uh, probably like right. a 36 millimeter date just but yep. i kind of want one i just i don't i kind of want it on on a leather strap i don't know i just they really i just think they're pretty I just think i'm telling you the best are. the best place to start in vintage watches gotta be seiko i started with seiko because i didn't have a lot of money yeah at that time and uh omega if you have the money omega is the best the best yeah. brand to start with because you're getting in a luxury timepiece. Like it's truly a luxury watch, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. so uh, 1500. And uh, the thing about these uh, Omegas, this is a Cal 750, but every single caliber and every single movement, uh-huh. they have a beautiful copper movement. It's oh, copper. Wow. Like if you if you look up an old vintage Omega movement, uh-huh. it's 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 gorgeous, especially when it's nice and clean. Like this one's just service, so it, it's it's amazing. Wow. You can get lost in it. Yeah. So, so I, this actually makes me, I, I don't want to blast you with just like rapid fire questions, but one, one thing like we, we are in the time period that we're in where, you know, Rolex is a really, really hot brand, but sure. you know, when you're talking about vintage timepiece, I mean, there was a, there was a time when Rolex was actually not a big deal at all. In fact, they were considered a fairly run of the mill watch, right? right? Like, like they're like right. the the I guess the brand stature was quite a bit shifted, right? So like, right, yeah. So how how, does, how did that work? I mean, who was the king in the sixties? You know, uh, well, I would agree with I would disagree with you on that. I would say uh, Rolex was still it's still always the king, really. But um, there's a lot of brands though that compete with Ro- uh, Rolex. Yeah. Um, back then, Omega was a, a was a head-on competitor with with Rolex, but then you have a lot of brands that are discontinued now because they got caught off by the quartz crisis. Right. Right. So if you have a Gallet, um, any Gallet chronograph. Yeah. G A L L E T. The brand Gallet, Swiss made. Um, those are a lot of money. Universal, uh, Geneve. Yeah. It's another brand that competed against those watches. Um, the higher echelon watches um, that that you guys may not know of because again, like they got booted from the quartz crisis. Yeah. And what's also interesting is uh, Zenith, when they came, when they came over, they weren't comfortable with their brand's name in, in the American market. So a lot of times you'll see a Movado, uh, it's a stamped Movado, but it actually has Zenith movement in it. Wow. A lot of times, Right. So a lot of times, like, it's not per se what the dial says, right? So, but what, what, what the movement is. So when we talk about cars, you can have a, a beat up Honda Civic, but if you throw a small block Chevy in it, right? So it's like the yeah. same thing with these watches. You can have a, 
you can have a no dial watch but then have a have a, a value's movement in it right yeah. so it's it's truly something where back then a lot of guys were taking movements in and out from watches anyway so it didn't really yeah. matter what the dial said yeah wow so, so actually so then what what is your grail vintage like grail i mean if money were no object what would you have and don't say paul newman's watch. Tro- no. <laughs> no tropical dial sub tropical dial sub yep what are those you don't what do those cost 30 probably 15 15 to 20 okay that's not horrible. i mean if you're talking naked yeah box papers you're talking probably 80 grand yeah nice Gotta go find those. Yeah. 80, yep. 80 grand. Holy shit. Or is that yeah, a, like a fifty five thirteen kind of reference? Like one of those old old like original original subs. There. Yeah. Yeah. Those I are mean, sweet, it's, aren't they? Yeah. Or a first edition Daytona. Oh yeah. Um any of those. Oh my god. That'd be so sick. I really yeah. want to get into pet attack, uh like the a lot of them are 33 millimeter, though. I mean, smaller size. Yeah. But uh, it's a lot of bang for the buck. Yeah, those are. That's one reason I want them is that, like, or I would like to get one is that I could drop 5 to 7K and get a vintage Patek. Um, yep. You know, that there's a lot of value there. Just do your research. Do your <laughs> research. Yeah. That's one thing I can stress. And, and slide into do your research. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's believe, right. Believe me, I'll be hitting you up for that. I it's funny because <laughs> I I uh we so there's the Trump Patek, that uh that gold Patek that he was spotted wearing. You know what I'm talking about, right? It was yeah. like the the like kind of had that like foil, that gold foil bracelet. Yep. Um at auction pretty recently and I almost it's like this but in silver. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Yep, yep. It's very similar. Yeah, and then yeah, it's kind of like, all right, well, and I almost put a bid in, and then I realized that I almost put the winning bid in, which ha- had to have meant that I probably would have bought it too high, because I didn't really know what I was looking at. I just wanted it. I just kind of liked it. So <laughs> That's I'm, dangerous. Yeah, it's very dangerous. I'm really glad I didn't buy that one, because I think I might have spent too much money on it, but uh, but yeah, so. You'll, oh, get well. your, you'll get your vintage paddock uh, soon enough. I, your vintage that's VC. Right. I want a vintage VC or a vintage paddock worse than I want a, a new paddock. Anything, like quite honestly, I just I don't know. They're just beautiful. They are. Yeah. They are all beautiful. In their own. You know what my favorite is, according to yeah. Nick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's you know what's cool about those watches is only the people know what it is know what it is you know what i mean like it's it's yeah. not it's not a flashy watch cause it's a 33 millimeter but the people who know what it is you know they understand like what that watch really means yeah do you hey do you have any like stories of like people identifying watches on your wrist like some of these vintage watches and then like oh my god like you know great meeting this person oh, uh- a lot of times people, <laughs> a lot of times people don't even care. Yeah. Right. So it's like, so it's like uh, a lot of people will say, "Oh, that's a cool watch," and then you go on to talk about it, 
they say, oh, it's from, it's, it's actually from 1950, you know, it's, it's 70 years old, and they were, like, kind of blown away by that, you know, yeah. that's still in running condition, where these watches are all mechanical, or it's just like, just like your, your car, you know, it's, yeah. it's fixable, fixable, um, so I'm not, I don't like quartz watches as much, yep. I mean, there's some exceptions, I stick with mechanical, same thing like cars. You're not. You're never gonna see me in a Tesla. Right. Same. I want to. I, I want to hear the sound. Right. <laughs> I want to <laughs> hear the sound of a V8. Right. Yeah. Same thing with these watches. I want to hear the watch tick. Yeah. I want to know when something breaks. I'm able to fix it. Yeah. Right. You're not gonna buy a watch. For let's say you buy a car from Tesla. It's all. Luxury back then and luxury today is two different meanings. Luxury today is you stick a, a 14 inch screen in the car and all of a sudden it's the, the hottest luxury item. Where back then it wasn't that. Um, you, you're talking about plush leather seats and yeah. it really talk about build quality and craftsmanship. And, and we see that today where it's like the Tesla cars, you know, you blow the battery and that's the whole car right there. Right. You know, right. It's 50 grand and the battery starts wearing down just like the iPhones, right? Right. The battery life on that thing, it's not going to stay hundred percent forever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I actually appreciate you saying that because my God, I, I couldn't be any less excited about a car than a Tesla. I mean, they <laughs> right. just do nothing for me. I, I like the sound of a V8. I like the sound right. of a four point four point three liter or four point seven liter V eight. You know, nothing, nothing better than uh, an engine sound. Trust no, me. But yeah, I agree. and that's why that's why that's why these watches and cars they go hand in hand. It's because yeah. the mechanical aspect behind it. So a lot a lot of the watch guys are car guys, indeed. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. They're they're always. Like I always bond with watch guys because I can always talk to them about hot chicks. I can always talk to them about <laughs> watches, cars, bourbon, scotch, you know, brown water, um, and hot <laughs> and hot chicks. Which leads me to our next segment, uh, the old Insta Babe of the Week. Gage asked me very kindly earlier if he was allowed to open up the. Open up the uh, the window, and uh, I wanted to get a peek, but I he wanted to get no. a peek, but I was like, I "No, you can't." So I get uh, the now. Oh yeah, so Brandon says, "I can't wait till I pick up my Tesla so I can smoke the cute Maserati you're driving." You're not wrong, Brandon. <laughs> you're just he. You're not wrong. Maserati is cute. Shut up, Gage. <laughs> um, wait, wait, what did this guy say? He said. He wants to smoke the Maserati in the Tesla. Yeah, he said he's he can't wait till he can't wait till he's buying a Tesla uh, Brandon uh, Lux timepieces, and he's he's like he's looking at a at a Tesla, one of the SUV Teslas, and he goes, yeah. um, "I can't wait till I pick up my Tesla so I can smoke that cute Maserati you're driving." <laughs> like, <laughs> Tell him zero to sixty. The joke, the huh? joke is on Brandon because he doesn't need any help smoking that Maserati because it's gonna go up in flames all on its own with the fuel leak that you've got. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You're, you're, you're uh, yeah, it's not, I'm just sounds like die. an Italian car. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you're right. I know. I always say that. I'm like, yeah, it's like, they're just, I call it my spaghetti mobile. 
because it's just a. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's yes. check out this girl. It's it's so <laughs> the babe of the week is Mare, Mariana. Mariana. Mare Bear. Oh Mare Bear. And she's Brazilian from Brazil. And she's really hot, man. Living in LA. Oh yeah. Eric, oh, yeah. I think you need the fat uh flash for your Vacheron. I think you I, got her. I think I got her too, man. I, I these Brazilian <laughs> girls, they love me. They're, I've always always done well with Brazilian girls, always. But when I say done well, she, I mean uh, they just they you know I ask them what time of day it is, and they just tell me. You, you know? some, yeah, you yeah. sometimes get an answer. Sometimes I get an answer. Yeah. Um, as is as is kind of uh, par for the course for uh, Brazilian women. Uh, she's done well for herself in <laughs> the uh, posterior region. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> she's yeah crushing it here i'm gonna get ig over here yeah to, uh, brandon brandon needs to see this to yeah <laughs> she's like yeah he's like this is what he's been waiting for the entire time is is to see this girl <laughs> um yeah there i mean this girl's oh, beautiful geez. man she's just i don't know big fan uh she big i'm fan. looking for comments i i don't know oh my god eric schroeder one says i don't know what to do with my hands <laughs> I found one from Richard. Yeah. Richard. He said, mmm, edible. Oh, God, really? <laughs> oh, God. I hate, I hate, I Good hate this Lord. shit. I, I, the, the, my favorite, I mean, I love looking at the girls, you know, who doesn't, but, you know, well, a gay man, but, uh, but not me. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I love looking at the girls. But I'm just saying, like, the comments really make this way, way better. Like the the comments, <laughs> are, make this fun. Mare baby, am I cute enough to get a reply? I'm trying to figure out this one. Uh, someone said you're almost as cute as my baby niece. What? The fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how to oh interpret God. that. Uh, yeah, I like this girl a lot. She's a bikini. She's a bikini model for I think Boutine. Which is the L.A. bikini brand? I mean, they don't have any any ugly girls oh. on any of their ads, but yeah. So goodness gracious! I know, I know, man. She's just crazy. Oh, here we go. Gorgeously stunning as always, Mariana. Pedro Pertil is a lucky to have amazing woman like you and his, just like you're <laughs> like to have him in yours. Makes no sense. <laughs> killed it. Absolutely killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got, we've got, uh, oh yeah. So Hector Rodriguez, 34, says he's just looking at this. He just writes, must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> must be nice what? Must be nice. What are you talking about, man? Uh, you are hot. He's sorry. talking about the background. Oh, maybe that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I sure love to be that wall. That's my favorite. Uh, yeah. uh, D. Lorenzo says yes, it is, and you should have a Big Mac. Oh jeez. Yeah, I hate those people. God. Can I marry you? Wow, what a view! And I'm not talking about the background. Caught myself staring. Man, people, people are awesome. Like people actually post this stuff. I know. Terrible. Ugh. 
I don't know. There's too many pictures of her that I want to look at. I don't have enough time. Um, yeah, I know. There's, one more. It's amazing. One oh, uh, for those for those listening, um, it's uh, at Mare Bear, but she spells it all weird. So it's I know uh, M A A R E B E A A R. Good luck with that. There'll yeah. be uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. Yeah, I, I love those girls that put like God. seven underscores and fifty zeros. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. you know, it's impossible <laughs> to like, right? You know. Um, well, obviously not impossible. She's doing pretty well at 971,000 followers. Yeah. Well, maybe she'd have 2 million Jeez, if that were the case. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I just, I found one more pretty good comment. I just saw this on Opali. This is a guy. Opali is a female bikini swimwear line. I'm not saying I don't follow it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just saw this on Opali and I had to figure out who the model was. You're a top girl. Clone yourself for me if you aren't free. Like, fuck off, man. That's a lot to unpack. Yeah, it's a lot to unpack there. (laughs) A lot to unpack there. Yeah. Jeez. I know. I could leave this girl So there you go. Um, That's uh, Mare Bear Mariana is um, the extremely attractive, uh, well-formed babe of the week. Yeah, (laughs) well-formed. Always good. Uh, Yeah, so that's, that's good. You know, it's like watches, whiskey, and women, they all go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I did rum today, but uh, hopefully, I get a pass. So you what? You what? Rum. I did rum today. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought thing. you said you ran today. You did run today. I did not run today at all. No. Okay, I was gonna say, <laughs> uh, and I I don't want to go run at the at the gym. Yeah, yeah Nick's that's right. Nick, Let's get the fucking show on the roadie. I gotta go fucking walk on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right, we gotta. We got before we go. We got one more thing we gotta do. Bam, Invicta. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes. <laughs> I fell off the stream. Oh no. Oh, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. No one on Instagram was listening anyway. Nobody gives um, a shit because we didn't have. Oh, there you are. You're back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm, I'm right, still so connected. What do, what do we got here? So, Nick, uh, in case you aren't up to speed and anyone else is listening, yep. um, this is kind of an impromptu thing that we started like three episodes ago, and it's just been real fun. And um, we're maybe I don't think shooting ourselves in the foot, but there might be some backlash at some point, and uh, <laughs> we welcome it. Um, we just look up really crappy uh invicta well they're all crappy the crappiest of the crappy uh invicta models that we can find and yeah. uh just absolutely shit roast them yeah uh yeah, i mean they're just horrific they're they're this they're one bad this one kills me just bad yeah we looked at that one yeah. last week yeah they're look the at this weird, like, look at this marvel summer. one yeah we oh looked yeah at the we marvel. found it like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so do I just type in Invicta, oh, Invicta Special Edition? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll never run out of content. Oh, my <laughs> here, God. I'll, I'll bring IG over Invicta here. Invicta Specialty Watches for Men. Uh, we wow. have an open heart. We have... They're my doing God. a Frank Mueller. Um, that's a tag. There's so career. many homage watches. Yeah, I know. Every one of these are about... Half of these, I'm like, that looks are... like a tag. Yeah, right that there. looks like a Carrera. Yeah. yeah, like, who wants to make a Carrera homage? I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> no, I don't. Nothing wrong. I think the Carrera is cool. This is the one that I want to see. I want to see the pro diver 
Scuba 50 Ooh. millimeter gold tone stainless steel chronograph quartz watch. Oh, it's watch. gold tone. Yeah, gold tone. I will buy that watch for you if you wear that watches in wonder. <laughs> uh okay <laughs> i will do Please. it Please, that is oh a fucking God. brick man that's a brick i will he, uh, you he'll he'll buy it for me and i have to refer to it as a as a brick like the um, 17 like the AP brick. millimeters thick. no you gotta make up some story oh this is a special edition it's a one of one it's got a eta <laughs> movement in it <laughs> Jesus, it's look, it's it's uh, 18k gold tone. That's right, <laughs> gold tone. Well, not I even 18. Really it's, it's 24. Yeah, it is 24. I think what I appreciate most about what they've done is so they've kind of split the indices between um, between the bars and uh, the baguettes and the Roman numerals. Yeah, um, or Arabic. I mean, yeah. Um, and they decided to put the the Arabic numerals in the bottom half where they've clumped them in with the <laughs> subdials. Like they squeezed them in instead of like putting some at the putting them at the top instead. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so it's just so weighted towards the bottom half of the dial with just a bunch of BS, and I just yeah. don't understand what their logic was there. It is disgusting. I do feel though if uh, if any mainstream watch brand good watch brand would use that carbon blue as a dial i think it'd be pretty cool though i would say i i would agree if they do it right uh right by the way you have to do it right yeah is that is the at the six o'clock position is that like an it must that that whole arrow like rotates right I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's so weird. It could be one of those fake watches. It's a sub dial <laughs> oh. that doesn't do anything. That'd be horrible. <laughs> it's a sub dial that doesn't do anything. Is this a real <laughs> Invictor or a fake Invictor? We'll never know. <laughs> yeah. We'll never know. I, I, That's it's hilarious. the gaudiest of the gaudy too. It's just disgusting. Yeah. It's a DH gate drop shipper right there. <laughs> oh my god, fifty three point seven. Look at that fucking piece of That's a flavor flavor clock right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's insane. Look how much room they have to make these subdials bigger and they're all like jammed right in the middle. Right in the center, yeah. Yeah. Look at all the dead space. That, that PVD no. coating's coming off in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's generous. Yeah. Don't you don't like rub it on your shirt when you're trying to like oh you smudge it on it oh fuck my shirt's all got like black PVD on it's it. It's gonna turn your skin blue in the shower. Oh yeah, uh... that's ugly, dude. Oh my god, turn it off. Turn it off. I know that's gross. Fifty three point seven. We get an integrated bracelet. Yeah, but those Brandon, those are like nice watches. These are like garbage watches. <laughs> They're. They're currently out of stock. They're currently out of stock. You know, there, there, there is yeah. people on Instagram that do collect Invictus. You know that, right? Oh, really? Oh, my God. Really? Help. What? What? How much? You don't need. <laughs> what? Why? You don't need. Why do you collect that? You don't realize. You don't okay, that's, that's $159, right? Yeah. Go on my website right now and buy this for $190. Yes. Yeah, do it. no shit. It's a Seiko linen dial. Like. I mean, uh, I would buy that beautiful. for. Give me, give me a, give me five dollars off, and we'll talk. 
right. If you cover He's label. All right. All right. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, somebody that, go uh, buy. Somebody go buy that linen dial Seiko before yeah, I do. Yeah. One more. One more time for those of you listening. Don't go to Amazon and get an Invicta watch. Go to Old School Watches. That's S K O O L dot net, and check out Nick's watches that are very well priced for what they are, and they're awesome because you're gonna get a little piece of history, and you're also gonna get most likely a, a unique one of one timepiece because uh they've aged uh uniquely which is so freaking awesome like i love that aspect um yeah and right. I think maybe that's lost on a lot of people so it's been awesome having you on talking about that stuff because um that really sheds some light on the on the vintage arena yeah man anytime you know it's my pleasure yeah, yeah we we're thanks like, for having me i'm honored that you came on and uh kind of celebrated the launch of the website and yeah. play it with us and uh so nick adante old school time pieces or sorry old school watches uh old school watches.net uh and these yep. old school watches uh that's old s-k-o-o-l uh on instagram <laughs> give him a follow uh and if you're looking for a vintage watch i mean you heard everything he said you could get you don't have to spend a lot of money to get into like a cool vintage watch that you can just kind of yeah. throw on the wrist and check it out i did it right. i bought two from him and I, I think they're both really awesome. So, just don't shower. Right, you, you, you got a sweet Hamilton, Illinois, I, from. I love that Hamilton, Illinois. I, I was looking at That's the dial awesome. earlier, actually, and I was like, I, uh, I was like, man, well, this is just, like really cool. So, <laughs> I'm yeah. a big fan. So, I got, I got this Bolivo with a, uh, not a waffle dial. It's a uh, honeycomb dial. Oh my god. I can't really see the dial super well, it's, but like I know this, the the quality on our our feed sucks. It's it's got a you, waffle dial. Or do you have a that honeycomb to, dial um, on your site as well? Right yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. Old school Let's watches. Check it out. Okay. I got you. I want to um, check it out. Yeah, I want to look at it right now. Before we before we all sign off, I want to look at it right now. All right, so I got this six one three nine chronograph too. Yeah. Oh, there's my that. new old stock. 350. Oh my god, look at that. Blue seconds hand. That's so cool. Oh my god. 33 millimeter. Look at that honeycomb. Yep. Holy shit. Look yeah, at that. It's beautiful. Would that. I would totally wear that. I, yeah, that's awesome. Oh my god. This is the set that you were talking about, the Sea King. Yep. Look at that. Holy shit. Can you believe this watch? Look at look at this dial. New. Go to the next. Look at that dial. Oh my god! What is that? Yeah, that's insane. What is that effect? It's like rushed. What is that effect called? I I honestly don't know. I don't know, I but don't I like know. it. It's so cool. I do too. It it it's it's. Here. I can't find another one of that dial. Let's just say that with that, I can't find that that variant. I mean, I, you won't. You won't find this one. Yeah. Right? There's new old You won't stock find a new old stock for that price. Oh it's my 350. god. It's 350. It's new old stock. It's got tags on it. The sticker. I cannot believe this watch as I look at it. I I cannot believe the, what I'm seeing. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Yep. 
I can't believe Nick, this is not. The price on this thing, I dude. can't believe this is three hundred fifty bucks. If someone wants to buy it, you know, I'm starting off right. I'm a, I'm a starting off on the website. Yeah, can't price gouge too much. Trying to gain as much traffic through the website as possible, and this is what I'm showcasing these, uh, like amazing watches for. I mean, like I said, three hundred and fifty bucks, right? I mean. You, you can't really. You're every, not. You're not gonna find another one like. This. No, you have every right to say that that is an amazing watch. Like, I, just yeah. if you're listening, and you don't see this, this is amazing. This is perfect. Right. It's got character that you can't like. You can't really buy. You go. Days. Yeah, you go to go. Imagine going to a Mercedes dealership. Okay. And and they've got a whole they've got their twenty twenty twenties and twenty twenty ones on the lot, and then at the very end they've got like an old three hundred SEL right that has mm-hmm. the win the cool. original window sticker yeah they are there's like the original window sticker on it and has no miles on it like imagine right yeah. this is what that watch is yeah this is what that would be like Except it, not it obviously price, has some like it has some yeah. minor minor scratches. Mm-hmm. Not, I, I don't even want to say scratches because they're not scratches, right? But there's, you can tell like it, it's been in and out of the case, right? At, yeah. At the storefront. Yeah. But I so mean, cool. you're not going to find this anywhere. It's new old stock from the 60s. Like, oh my God. I'm still trying to get, get it through my head too. Like new old stock. Like it's right, right here. Like it's real. Box sticker on it too. I mean. Yeah, that's. Insane. I mean, it's there. I just. It I, smells like the old box. I mean, look at the box condition. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. I is mean, insane. I cannot look at that. I love that bracelet. It's really cool. I do too. That it is. It's is certainly unique. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Oh my god! I can't believe. I just cannot so, believe the foam. That. The foam insert in in the case is still there. Yeah, I mean that yellow Everyone thing. That's the foam into Nick's watches. <laughs> You've got to go check this out. It's yeah. It's not you're you're not gonna you're not gonna ever see anything like this again. And when this fucking watch sells, then you're never gonna see this again. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. I can't. I, yeah, what, this, really cool. what a find! Holy shit! This is this is like three years in the making. Trying to find something like this, you're not going to find it again. Oh my god! Yeah, oh which is why god. you need to charge more for it. Hey, don't nobody come crying to us when we finally talk some sense into Nick and you go to try to get this watch later on and it's like, yep, outrageously priced. <laughs> <laughs> it deserves, I, I might have to bump it up to three ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, he's talk, he's considering he's considering a fifty dollar price Sorry, increase. Guys. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Like how much would how much money would I if I was a collector of this type of stuff pay? How much money would I pay for that? Right. And, I, and I could see myself paying fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars for something like that. Because the fact is, is right. there's nothing like that. No, we forget that it's a Bulova, right? right? It maybe okay, it's not a Rolex, it's not a whatever, but it's a fucking Bulova, new old stock like vintage watch. There's just there's got to be very little right. of that going and on. Don't get it wrong, Bulova's a great brand yeah. too. I mean, there's nothing wrong with. With Bulova, I mean, especially the vintage pieces right. as well. Yeah, I didn't mean to I say think it's that. It's wild to imagine. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, Eric, you ass. Yeah. 
No, I, I, I'm just, I just really think that it's, it's wild to, um, like to be able to capture that, that, that watch was like sitting on display in that box, most right. likely, or near that box in a boutique yeah. with, yep. with people looking at it, possibly touching it, etc. It got to experience a, a life that we have not even been exposed to. Um, right. It it's like it just carries that. The fucking world was a different place. President President Kennedy, you know what I mean? Like, right? Lyndon Johnson was the president when that watch was released. You're you're getting a piece of history that's fresh. Yeah, it's fresh. Yeah, I just that's like yeah. I don't know. I just I think I would pay. I think I would pay big money for that. I even me. (laughs) Just just gonna keep bad. You want to you want to buy it? (laughs) I kind of kind of do want to buy it, and I just I just don't I just think you're not I don't think you're charging enough for that watch. I don't know. I just feel like would you just wear it? Keep badgering Nick until he bumps his price. I up would not wear it. You guys are gonna be screwed. I wouldn't wear it. Would you take the stickers? That's off? the no. struggle. Is I want to I want to like wear I want to be I want to be proud of it, but like I want to wear it, but I don't want to wear it. Ah, uh, I know. I just I don't think you're gouging anybody. I think I think it's almost like too cheap at i just it's like i don't think you're gouging anybody i love that you're trying to like be like hey i'm not right trying to like you know jam you up but i also feel like it's like right i don't know man it's just 349 for that like i i would pay that but i mean i just i know i would pay more yeah, right. you, you know what? I might take it into consideration yeah yeah just nick you're you are doing god's work in the world of vintage watches and we appreciate Thank you. you and whatever you choose Thank you. to sell that for uh you know <laughs> that i think i think that that's my one my one kind of uh comment on your pricing um aside from the fact that i would i feel like i would pay more eric would probably pay more i i think sure. that maybe the reasoning behind it or the like the driving kind of uh factor for me is I think that the it should be higher because that will kind of more solidly ensure that it gets into the hands of someone that really yeah. appreciates it. Yeah, right. I feel that way too. I agree with that. Yeah, that's true too. Right. So, I don't know. So we're like that's the last thing I want is something right. like this to go into a watch that this is his first watch and goes and yeah. magnetizes it or like just rips these stickers off and throws them away oh yeah That's takes the box dude. and throws it in the garbage you know I mean, you see but, how funny people are about like ripping the stickers off like brand new watches like you just once you do it right but this is you know right once you this do that year, it's it 60, you know this it's is 60 watch. years old right yeah. so. i mean yeah so it's like you know don't do that. Don't if you buy this watch, right. don't take the stickers off of it. Don't wear it. Don't do that. Just right. put it in a case and enshrine it in your house. And Man, take a picture right. of it and show people the picture of it. Yeah. I have this. Sell, That's right. sell the That's actual right. photograph of it as an NFT. Uh, yes. That's right. Do yeah, that. do that. I don't know how those work, but just whatever, you know. Oh my god. That's a topic for another yeah, day. Yeah, seriously. Speaking of another day, uh, I know it's late. Uh, for, for oh yeah, it is late. Nick's trying to get to the yeah. gym, and we just keep berating. Not, not anymore. Uh, Come on, no, that's all good. Uh, not anymore. I know. I hope I didn't throw off the no, GTL cycle. 
<laughs> uh, it's almost summertime. Uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you uh, and and like, oh. learn from you. We will have to do this again very soon. For sure, let's do it again. Yeah, I think it'd be cool if you could just yeah. come on and like show us shit that you've got in your collection at some point again. This is a kind of chance. He just comes right. out with some new old stock from like the 1910. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Exactly. Box papers, stickers, everything. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, you're sitting on a good <laughs> money. This this is a complete set from the Titanic. It's uh two hundred and fifty dollars. Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> the next piece uh, I'm gonna get is a uh a non issued A eleven uh military watch. Yes. Never used. Oh my god. Box papers, everything. Oh my god, how so so keep your eyes on Nick's dealings and his his site and his instagram yeah. and just get some cool pieces right. you might th- say <laughs> I, hey i'm not one of those people that saves bookmarks anymore that's so 2006 i'm telling you right now bookmark old school watches.net old s-k-o-o-l watches.net because you know what bookmarking is a thing of a past but so are nick's watches but not his deals <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah not his deals his <laughs> deals are today baby so get in there Buy some fucking watches from Nick at Old School Watches and get it. And for God's sakes, buy some, buy some watches from Eric Kite's Triple Eight Paragon Timepieces Blockchain Back Capital <laughs> Investment Fiduciary Financial Monetary Machine Learning Fund. Get yours today. I always say that. I love it. Uh, I love and it. I also gauge a shitty company. But um, <laughs> all right, this has been fun. We got the new. Yeah. We got the new and the old school. We got the new and the old school. Yes, yeah, sir. exactly. Yeah, that's right. All right. It's been a pleasure, It's Nick. been awesome. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for coming. We got to do this again. I hope sure. so, for sure. Absolutely. It was awesome. You guys, take her easy. Yeah. Yep. yep. We'll catch you, you also. Uh, we'll catch you all next week. That's right. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode. If you could take a few seconds to do us a huge favor and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on, we'd appreciate it so much. And Eric may give you access to his premium list of OnlyFans models. Just kidding. May your wrist remain fresh and your collection ever growing. Until next time, this is Gage and Eric with the Tightly Wound Podcast signing off.